Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, Freedom to Retire. Retire. Did you make any New Year's resolutions or do you think that it's a waste of time? Here's what some people told Facebook. I don't think you need a specific date to make a resolution. Any change that you make should be like a lifelong thing. People always have these unrealistic goals. I might walk out of this 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 place right now and that's it. So I think a resolution really is just not something that's realistic. Um, no, I'm not going to do it. I never stick to them. All of them failed. I used to every year, like everybody else. I'm going to get thin, I'm going to do this, I'm going to eat right. Interesting stat, not to discourage people, by the way, 48% of most resolutions uh, fall by the wayside by the end of January. Uh, Rather than setting all or nothing resolutions, some experts recommend setting smaller, more achievable goals. So for somebody who wants to get serious about the retirement planning in the new year, what is the first step? What is that achievable goal and and, and how big of a a time commitment would that be? Yeah, these resolutions, you know, always make me laugh when people say, I'm going to be doing this and this and this and this. And then uh, they fall by the wayside, yeah. just like you said. But look, I, I do think the start of the year is the perfect time to really you know, take the proper steps towards getting our finances in order. Uh, so many people I spoke with throughout 2023 are telling me how they had one of the busiest years of their life. And, and folks were, were working really some seriously long hours, and they found it hard to manage their time when it came to juggling between work life, family life, uh, taking some time maybe to to, to dedicate, you know, towards their, their own, you know, relaxation. And then when you stack on top of that, their finances, it was just really a little bit much for people. But I, I think that there, there are some keys that we do need to make sure we're, we're managing properly, okay. especially, especially as we set off into the, the new year, 2024. And I, look, I've got news folks that said they were real busy in 2023 you're all just going to be just as busy or maybe <laughs> even more busy in 2024. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think that sticking to the basics, these basics of making sure we don't have you know too much debt on our hands, uh, especially the, this credit card debt and these home equity lines are increasing uh, their interest rates as we all are kind of experiencing. We don't want that kind of debt as we head into retirement. Um, and look, credit card interest rates, even during COVID when interest rates got slashed down to next to nothing, Credit card interest rates were still in that 20% range. And that means that at 20%, by the way, just some simple math, that means that debt can double in less than four years. Mm. So we just need to make sure we're, we're not overlooking that. Um, we have to factor into our figures the, the power and the effects of inflation uh, as well. I mean, a, a million bucks might seem like like more than enough right now to get you through retirement. But, but look, even at a modest three percent inflation rate um, your costs your your expenses are, are going to double in 24 years at that pace so we just want to you know keep an eye on that to make sure that we're we're keeping up with inflation we also want to make sure your spending is in check I've sat you know sat down with so many families and chatted with them over the past year who are, are really going overboard with sometimes helping their adult children um, from a financial standpoint. And of course, of course, we want to help our family, especially our children, as much as we can. And really, regardless of what age they are, 30s, their 40s or their teens, it doesn't matter. But 
But sometimes, sometimes I'm seeing people putting their own retirement savings um, at risk because look, once those funds leave, um, you know, once they're out of your investment account, not only do you not have the money in your possession anymore, um, but that money is no longer growing. That's right. I mean, if you sent that money out to, to them at the beginning of the year, they would have missed out on what a 24% growth year, 24% growth on that money. Um, so you could see, you know, how this could really negatively impact your financial health, um, especially, you know, if it's if we're looking out there in the latter years of your uh, retirement, Chris. It's one of those things where, you know, hopefully during the working world, you've you've accumulated a good bit of resources to help you in retirement. One thing that you have less of as time goes on is time, like you said, time to to recoup that that money, time for it to grow and, and compound and things like that. But uh, and, and again, uh, the lack of time is why so many people say that they have not started their retirement planning. But it's really just, you know, if not now, then when? Right. Isn't that the question? Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of time, my goodness, I, I, your kids, that's one thing they do have yeah. is time. They have lots and lots of time to hammer things out and to let their finances grow. But if you're close to retirement, um, time is not really on your side as much. So, um, look, something else we definitely want to consider as we head into the new year um, is whether or not we should take larger withdrawals uh, from our retirement accounts. And I, I'm mentioning this because I am seeing people do this from time to time. And um, I just want to warn people that it, it can create a series of events that you might not even be thinking of that that can throw your finances off track. And let me let me give you an example. Okay. Um, let's say uh, you've taken a large withdrawal from your retirement account, whether it's IRA, 401, whatever, and maybe uh, between your other sources of income, like you have other you know social security checks coming in between you and your spouse, uh, maybe you have a pension, um, and maybe there's some part time income, some consulting work from from you know you or your spouse flowing in that year as well. Um, and let's say you take a large withdrawal from your retirement account. Uh, and let's say the grand total of all of the money that you have to report as you know what they call your modified adjusted gross income for that year. And when you, when it, you have to include the amount of that withdrawal from the retirement account, because that's all taxable income that year. Well, if you add it all up, um, and if it adds up to over $194,000, um, then what that does is it triggers a, an increase in the amount that you're going to have to pay out of pocket for your Medicare, your Part B and your Part D monthly premiums. And these higher premiums are going to apply to both spouses. Even if just one spouse takes the withdrawal from their retirement account, it triggers the higher premiums for both of you, for mm. both spouses. And these can amount to a couple of thousand dollars additional for each spouse each year. Um, so you, you just want to remember, you know, uh, that as you're taking out the, that 194,000 is kind of the marker for married uh, filing uh, a joint return. The easy way to remember it is that, you know, just think about how long it took you to grow that 401k really slowly over your career. Um, you know, you probably remember looking at it when you're, you know, in your thirties or forties thinking, my God, how am I going to retire off this thing? When's it ever going to grow? Uh, well, look, it's grow. It, it, it grew the, to a larger balance over many years. Well, that's also the way it's designed to be withdrawn nice and slowly throughout your retirement years. Um, and the, the intention for all of us should be to give the IRS the absolute least amount of tax as possible. And, uh, you know, I think about the, all the people that work for the city, 
who are, they're expecting, um, they call it their drop money. So this is people that are going to be retiring in the next couple of years, or maybe their retirement date is coming soon. They're expecting a lump sum. And those city workers, it's very tempting, isn't it, to just pull it all out and, you know, plop it down on a, on a vacation house and, you know, just uh, set set out to the uh, to your home and just enjoy it. But look, you you have to make sure that you have a tax professional um, point out not only the taxes that you may owe, but all of the other areas. It's kind of like a domino effect. All the other areas that can be negatively impacted, um, like these higher Medicare uh, premiums that I was just talking about when you take out those large lump sums. And look, this is not just for the city workers. There's there's tons of folks listening right now that have 401ks and maybe they're considering taking out a larger withdrawal and um, and then other uh, lump sum pension buyouts. A lot of those are available these days where um, you know people are considering the lump sum and cashing it out. I'm not talking about a rollover, by the way. I'm just talking about a clear cash out, putting the money in your bank account okay, um, or buying a property. But look, it can have the the same negative impact, um, you know, by just cashing these things out rapidly. We don't want to do that if we can avoid it. So what you may want to consider instead is just to learn about maybe some of the financial products out there um, that can that can offer you decent rates of interest or maybe decent payouts, monthly payouts that can help you in funding a, a mortgage. Let's say instead of cashing it all out and putting cash on the property. You know, you can get other financial instruments that can help you in paying for the mortgage, let's say a 15 year mortgage. Um, and, and that way you might be able to stay within that 12 percent bracket instead of giving the IRS uh, all that money that they would love to have, like in those 30 percent brackets. My goodness. And, and if keeping the money in the uh, in the 12 percent bracket is possible, and for a lot of you, it is, that means you could be pocketing almost three times as much of your own money just by you know paying a minimal amount of tax. So look, if, you, if you're being offered a lump sum from a pension or, or maybe you have that drop money, and if you're a city worker, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, and if that money is going to be arriving soon, make sure you get a second opinion from a financial professional, someone like myself. I have 25 years of experience with this kind of stuff, I'm an accredited investment fiduciary, which means I'm legally bound and obligated to be putting your best interest first. Um, and I might very well be able to offer you some insights on what you might not have even known about or things you might not even have known to ask about, especially from a tax standpoint. So give my office a call now. Someone from my team will take down your, your name and number and we'll set up a time to chat uh, later this week. And the number to call right now is 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415. And this would be for a complimentary consultation with me personally. And I'll give you some ideas, some information on that the drop program, the pension, that lump sum, or even your 401k to discuss uh, some strategies that are designed with the intent to potentially pay the IRS the absolute least amount in tax. So once again, the number to call right now, 610-894-7415, Chris. We spend a lot of time here talking about, you know, taking the time being being too busy to really get into the the, the nuts and bolts of things to, to really, you know, resolve, uh, see your resolutions come to fruition. I want to go ahead and tell you right now, this is not, uh, you won't be talking to Jim right now. This is going to be speaking to someone on his team to set an appointment at a time that works best for you uh, for a complimentary uh, conversation. And 
I dare say if, you know, you are resolving to get serious about your finances, your retirement prospects, which I think we all should, uh, this could be some of the most valuable time you spend this next couple minutes to to find that time to get on Jim's calendar. Once again, 610-894-7415. You can also go to the website, retirereadyfg.com. Investment giants Raymond James and Charles Schwab, they're reporting a decrease in revenues due to people moving to higher-yielding money market accounts in CDs given the, the higher interest rates as of late. If given the choice of high returns with high risk or reasonable returns with less risk, people are choosing the low-risk route. Uh, but can being risk-averse hold you back from having the growth you're going to need further along in retirement? Well, this is such helpful information uh, for our listeners, Chris, because I, I love when reports like this come out, especially to the, the, the general public, mm-hmm. because what I love to do, and you know this, is I like to take a step back and read between the lines here. <laughs> I, I mean, here we are on on the Freedom to Retire show, uh, and we've been talking about this for the past several months, how many of these bond funds that have only been earning in that 1% or 2% range, and a lot of people don't even know they have them until they speak with an advisor like myself who points them out. Um, but that 1% to 2% range, uh, is, people can be doing so much better in, in things like CDs or, or even money markets for the time being anyway, where you can easily get in that 5% range nowadays. And, and let's, let's take one step further. Let's look a little bit deeper into this. It begs the question, why? Why would Raymond James and Schwab report a decrease in revenue if, if people are just switching to different types of investments? Mm-hmm. Well, here's what you, everyone needs to know. One of the big reasons is probably because these firms normally can't charge you their investment advisory fees if your money is in a CD held with them. Ah. And the same goes, yeah, if you have money held in a money market, Oftentimes, they can't charge you their fees on that money because it's, it's just in a cash, like a high-yield savings sort of position. And, and people listening today, I want you all to know that they normally need to have your money invested in stocks and bonds and mutual funds and ETFs in their financial products uh, so that they can continue collecting that fee revenue from you. So for all the folks out there who have been looking at their statement and you might be in that typical, it's very common, the most common, that 60-40 mix, that cookie cutter mix, as we call it, which remember, 60% stock-related investments and then 40% maybe bond-related. Um, and keep in mind that bond portion has only been averaging around 1% or 2%. So that usually means a large, large portion of your money is barely earning any interest. And if you've been hearing about how much the market's been going up, and scratching your head and looking at your numbers and why, wondering, you know, why your balance is, you know, it's probably going up some because you have 60% of your money in stock. So that's going up, but it's not growing as, as much as other people's money might be growing. Then you're probably positioned exactly how I'm describing with that 60 40 mix. And look, to make matters worse, if your current advisor is telling you, you know, just stay the course, you know, we're in it for the long term, uh, then I'm telling you right now, you could be leaving some serious money on the table by just earning one or two percent with that safer portion of your portfolio instead of earning the the five percent or six percent that you can get nowadays by a simple tax-free rollover you fill out a form you sign your name and the rollover is done it takes five ten minutes to get into things like cds or these fixed rate annuities remember the those are the types that don't have the annual fees and, and guess what you're not going to be charged a financial advisory fee 
on the CDs or the fixed uh, or the the fixed annuities. So it's a true it's a true five percent or six percent net in your pocket. And with these bond funds, remember, even if they're grossing that one percent or two percent, you also have to subtract the fee that your advisor is charging you. So your your two percent earnings from the bonds might only be netting you one percent. And this could be happening to a huge portion, you know, 40% or maybe 50% even of your retirement savings. And I just don't think this is fair, fair to the investor that's being told that, uh, you know, hey, stay the course. Uh, so just so these advisors can keep collecting their fees off of uh, off of them, Chris. That's right. You know, when they say, you know, we're in this for the long haul, it means we, you know, uh, we, we like getting the income from it as well. You know, you're, you're paying them. But when it comes to retirement, who are you trying to generate income for? The, the brokerage houses or for yourself? And so maybe finding alternative methods like using CDs, using things that are taking advantage of the interest rates right now can really benefit you. And, uh, you know, no, no disrespect to, you know, Charles Schwab, Raymond James and the like. But, uh, you know, when it comes to your retirement, that's not the person you want to take care of. Yeah. And I, look, I'm a financial advisor, just like those guys out there yeah. uh, in those in those firms. So um, I, I, I get it. So this is just something I'm pointing out about my own industry that I want our listeners to know what's going on. And, and sometimes the best way to understand all of this is just to, uh, to to apply it to an everyday type of example. So here we go. So I'm going to give everyone listening an example numerically, mathematically of what I'm talking about. OK. So let's say you're you're 60 years old. Uh, let's say you have 600,000 bucks in a retirement account at work, and and maybe you have one of those target date funds uh, where they you might not know this or you may already, but in a lot of those funds, they, sometimes they put half or a large portions of your money in bonds. You might it doesn't say the word bonds in that target date fund, but that's the ingredient, a big in, in ingredient. Or let's just say you have maybe a, you know a regular you know stock related mutual funds like U.S. growth funds, uh, you know large cap blah 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 with half of your money, and let's say you have the other half in those stable value funds or or the bond funds. Okay, so if your financial advisor is telling you to stay with the bonds, just ride it out, just stay the course, and let's say you have three hundred thousand dollars invested in those bond funds. And if you're only earning an average of 1% per year, which is what so many of these bond funds have been averaging over the past five years uh, or even 10 years, well, your $300,000 uh, for the next five years might, have, might grow to just around $315,311. That's, that's uh, you know, a very minimal amount of interest. Mm -hmm. okay? um, meanwhile, for the investors that took a little bit more of a proactive approach, uh, you know, like the people hopefully that have been listening to our, our show and and look, doing their research themselves and contacting their advisor or contacting me, which many people have uh, the proactive people. That's the people. That's my people. They put their money in a, a maybe a fixed rate instrument, you know, for that portion of their money, um, like a CD for five years or a fixed rate annuity for five years. And you can get many of them that are paying five percent. And I'd be happy if your advisor is not showing you how to get those. I'd be sh happy to to help you learn more about the, how these you know instruments work at the five percent range for five years or more. Well, look, that same three hundred thousand dollars, getting that better that five percent, that would have grown to three hundred and eighty-two thousand nine hundred thirty-five dollars. Okay, and then maybe after the fifth year, 
when you cash out the CD, the five-year CD or the five-year fixed annuity or whatever, maybe get back into the bonds. Maybe it's time to get back in them. Maybe they're paying you know, reasonable rates and offering uh, you know, better returns at that point. Maybe they're back up to the 5% range and you can get maybe the 5% when you reinvest it um, in, into those sorts of things, maybe for the next 20 years. Well, look, the investor that took 20 minutes out of their busy work schedule, because look, that's all it takes to call up your 401k folks to do a rollover, which are tax, you don't pay any taxes when you do a rollover. You could take a portion of your 401k, put it into an IRA where you can invest in a 5% CD or a fixed rate annuity. Uh, well, look, the investor that was a little bit more proactive, um, that person would have seen an additional $179,000 in that bond portion of their investments by the time they reach age 85. Mm. All right. So remember from 60, just all we did is for the next five years, get you into something that had a stronger rate um, as opposed to just staying with the ho-hum of the one or 2% all the way through to age 85. So look, in summary, by just getting slightly higher interest rates for the next five years, it can easily translate into a couple hundred thousand dollars of, of additional money in your pocket over the course of the next 20 or 25 years. And that couple of hundred thousand dollars, that can go towards stuff that you need, like long-term care expenses or you know, whatever you might need you know, money for in your 80s. And it, it just breaks my heart watching people spend all of this money for these long-term care insurance policies where so many people can just make small adjustments to their investments and generate the money themselves to pay for their own long-term care without wasting money on these hefty insurance policy premiums. So look, the bottom line here is that if you have not been seeing your investment account balances grow as much as you would have liked lately, you might have some room for improvement. And uh, look, I'd be more than happy to help you know our fellow 1210 WPHD listeners with a complimentary consultation. It will be with me personally, not right now, but... Um, uh, it will be with me personally, um, and I can certainly help in making some suggestions for you that uh, after I get to know your situation a little bit better. So the number to call right now, someone from my team will take down your name and number, and you and I personally will have a quick chat later this week. The number to call is 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415. And th this is especially for the folks that have a lot of money in these stable value funds or these money market funds in their retirement accounts, because you in particular could be really leaving a lot of money on the table since those rates are not as strong as the other rates that you can get um, outside of the, uh, like the stable funds are typically in the 2% range where you can get in the fives now. So you just, uh, you, and, you, and by doing these sorts of instruments, you won't be subjecting your money to the stock market either. Um, because a lot of people are in the stable funds because they don't want the stock market. So look, the number again to call right now to set up a phone call or even a Zoom call or a meeting with me to discuss these types of strategies um, and to take advantage of these high inflationary interest rates before they start cooling off, which is supposed to be sometime next year. Rates are supposed to be declining. The number to call now is 610-894-894. 7415. Some people get worked up over the word retirement. It stirs up, you know, financial concerns like fear of uh, boredom and, and coping with change. And that is why money blogger J.L. Collins, he isn't actually a fan of the word retire. He thinks a better phrase is 
financial independence. For me, financial independence just means that you have more options. And if one of those options is, you know what, I'm done working, I want to go putter around the house and garden, or I want to travel the world, or whatever you want to do, that's fine. But the other thing I'll say is, if you're focused enough and hardworking enough and is smart enough to achieve financial independence, it's almost inconceivable to me that you're just going to sit on a beach somewhere and do nothing going forward. And a lot of times when you start doing those other things, they wind up paying you money. And sometimes they even wind up paying you more money than your regular career job did. So let's talk about this. Do you have clients that look at retirement as, as a new start instead of that kickback and relax? And does that create whole other conversations because they want to figure out their, their second act? Well, yeah, Chris, I, I've worked with people all across the board. I mean, it's so true. The word retirement, it sparks up a whole series of emotions and it, that range of emotions is really so different from person to person. I, I mean, to some people, you say retirement and they think about, you know, kicking back and relax. And and this is especially true for folks who have been working on their feet all day. I mean, think about all the nurses who are, who are hard, so hard working, running back and forth, up and down these hallways in the hospitals, lifting heavy people That's right. out of a bed and into wheelchairs and then back into the beds. And, uh, you know, think about the police officers. I mean, they I know a lot of them listen to our show. They've they've been doing a lot of physical work. They got to stay in shape. They got to you know, they, they put themselves in harm's way almost every day. Just, you know, helping out for the greater good of, of protecting the rest of the community. I mean, their, their adrenaline is pumping almost every day and everything else that goes along with a day to day work and keeping the bad guys at bay. And yeah, you know, I think about all the union guys out there and gals. I, I mean, it's just literally, br literally breaking their backs every day so that our houses and roads and buildings and infrastructure can be nice for all, all the rest of us who use it. But then look on the flip side of that coin. There's some people who tell me they will get bored out of their mind if they stop working. Mm -hmm. I can remember one guy recently saying, you know, he didn't want to just sit on the couch and, and wasted the rest of his life away watching the game show network. Uh, or the or the cooking channel. And and many times there, there's people who are just very, very busy throughout their working years. So these folks um, sometimes find a lot of pleasure in retirement because they end up keeping themselves busy with other things like other hobbies and creative ways to just uh, make good use of their time. And like on the clip, they said sometimes people are making money, um, you know, as they're making good use, they're doing things that they want to do and making money uh, on it, really casual types of work. And yes, yeah, speaking with, you know, just hundreds and hundreds of of 1210 WPHD listeners, uh, I'm really happy to 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 announce that um, I am surprised that how many business owners listen to the show. And I'm talking about business owners of all shapes and sizes. And a lot of them, uh, you know, built their companies from scratch. Very impressive stories. Um, and a lot of them are looking to pass their business on to their sons or their daughters and you know, trying to find ways to keep the momentum of the business going uh, while still offering their kids a great way to, to earn a decent living. But look, there's a level of stress there and uh, and just, you know, people wondering if the business is still going to continue at that that same high level of, of quality, you know, without the original owner kind of at the helm. So I can certainly, certainly see how retirement is not an easy transition for a lot of folks, Chris. Uh, some people, you know, they just spend so much time focusing on getting to that retirement age, that retirement goal. My dad, a great example of that, you know, uh, Army veteran. He did 23 years in the Army, and when it came time to retire, he didn't know what the next step was. He did exactly what you said. He sat on the couch for 
you know, a, a, a year basically watching TV and, and, and eating whatever junk food he wanted to until he finally got back into work because he hadn't thought about it at the time. And so, you know, retiring to something I think is is as important to think about as retiring from something. But you need a plan either way, right? Yeah. And uh, he he earned that uh, that year on the couch. Yeah. And we thank him for his service for sure. Uh, you know, and it makes me think about, you know, just a rush of different stories. I mean, one guy in particular I met with recently, uh, he came into my Radnor, Pennsylvania office, uh, which, by the way, is 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 pretty local to a lot of our listeners. It's just two blocks away from Villanova University, um, not far from the King of Prussia area. Uh, in fact, it's right on Lancaster Avenue, right behind the Radnor Hotel. I'm in the Radnor Financial Center. That's the building where my office is. Anyways, the, the guy came in after listening to our show for a while. Uh, we'll call him Danny, Danny from Downingtown. Uh, real friendly guys, a single guy. His wife passed away a couple of years ago, sadly. Um, and when I asked him what, what brought him in, um, he was telling me how on one of our previous shows, I was talking about taxes and Roth conversions and and uh, these target date mutual funds. And he said, Jim, that was all really nice information. But his main concern was whether or not he would just be able to retire um, by the time he reaches age 65. And it sometimes makes me think about all the financial terms and phrases. And sometimes we just got to dial it down a little bit. Um, but yeah, age, uh, you know, in terms of helping people with the basics. Uh, but anyway, age 65 was his goal for a long time, uh, ever since he was younger, he said. Um, and when I asked him how old he was, because I'm just getting to know the guy, he said, Jim, I'm 64. Because when he said that, his, his shoulders kind of slouched down a little bit. Uh, you know, the, as he said that, he said to me, Jim, look, I would love, love to be able to do all those things like the Roth conversions and, and getting out of these, you know, target date funds <clears> and all that. But, but to be honest, I just want to be able to retire without having to, to worry about any of this kind of stuff. And he was telling me how he had money all over the place from a, a few previous jobs. He even had some money in IRAs. Um, I believe there was a, an IRA also he inherited from his mother. Um, there He had a, a, two annuities. And he said he hadn't even looked at those statements for the past few years. Um, and so... You know, when I asked him how much how much money uh, he was expecting to collect in Social Security, you know, just to get a general gauge of what he would have coming in during retirement, he wasn't even sure about that. Um, and, and especially since, look, Social Security, a lot of people have noticed this probably. They don't send us out those little updates in the mail as often nowadays. And, and so a lot of people are in the in the dark as far as what they're going to be collecting. So look, the, the bottom line is that this guy, Danny, he just felt really overwhelmed. He felt lost when it came to his finances and what his retirement was going to look like. And he was telling me that his wife, who had passed away, his wife handled uh, most of the finances. So what I did was I told him that uh, I would help him out in, in building one of these retirement plans. And I told him I would do it complimentary, just like I do for a lot of people listening uh, who call into the show. Um, so what we did was we set up another meeting. I sent him home and I, I told him to go gather any unopened uh, mail or anything that looks like it was um, it was related to his finances. I wanted to see those types of mail and, and those statements. And, and when he came back into the office a week later, he brought his statements. Um, I showed him how to log into the Social Security website to get his updated Social Security figures. By the way, uh, the website is ssa.gov, ssa.gov. So I was able to help him in, in logging in. We were able to get his Social Security 
uh, information. I also helped him in making a phone call to his pension folks uh, to get some estimates uh, on on what he was supposed to be collecting each month when he retires next year at 65. Okay. Um, so I'm still working on, on building his, his financial plan because we were waiting for some of those figures to arrive. But I'm mentioning this story to our listeners because I know there's hundreds of people listening right now who might feel a little bit overwhelmed about you know everything that goes into retirement uh, planning and trying to make their finances secure and all that, uh, especially when it comes to generating monthly income, um, you know, in addition to what we need from Social Security. Um, and the income typically has to come from your investments. So a lot of times people will have a hard time figuring out because a lot of people are, are used to that are growth oriented investments and they don't kick off a lot of income um, or your pension. Um, a, a lot of uh, folks don't have one of those these days. Uh, and, and, you know, I know I personally don't have one. So, look, if you feel like you're in the same shoes as Danny, Danny from Downingtown, uh, where you're just looking to put together the pieces of the puzzle to see if you're ready to take that leap into retirement, then I invite you to give my office a call. Call right now, and I will personally help you out with this. And I'll do it all complimentary, completely complimentary, just like I did for Danny. And the number to call right now to set up a time to chat with me later this week, someone from my team will take down your name and number now. You'll chat with me personally later this week or the following week. The number is 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415. Because look, when you really stop and think about it, no one teaches us this type of stuff in school. And even if they did, my goodness, we're in our 50s or 60s, we would have forgot it by yeah. now. Uh, and this is something we don't want to keep kicking down the lane. We can't keep procrastinating on this because we know we need to look at this kind of stuff sooner or later. And look, especially if you if you don't want to keep working for many months or even years, um, if you if you don't need to be, that's really important too. So let's see if you can retire maybe even a, a little sooner than you had hoped. And I have helped countless people with that as well. So one more time, the number to call right now: six one zero eight nine four seven four one five. And this is for a complimentary retirement game plan consultation with me personally, Chris. You know, we spent some time earlier talking about New Year's resolutions and, and how a lot of them fall by the wayside. But really, the best way to execute these plans is to, you know, take take small steps. Take, you know, if you if you plan on on running a 5K later this year, you know, put one one foot in front of the other, go out for a walk around the neighborhood. If you plan on getting your, uh, you know, financial house in order when it comes to your retirement, I could think of no better first step than taking advantage of this complimentary offer, reaching out and, and giving a call to Jim, get that second opinion, see where you are and and how to get to where you want to be. 610894 Seven four one five. Sometimes we talk about the myths of retirement, and Forbes says one of the most common myths is that we are going to be in a lower tax bracket when we quit working. I mean, it seems to make sense, but why would that not be true, Jim? Yes, for so many people, Chris, my goodness, what a joke this turned out <laughs> to be. I mean, when we were told that we're going to be in a much lower tax bracket when we retire, so we should load up on our 401k as much as possible since we're in a high tax bracket in our working years. And geez, don't we want to be uh, paying the IRS the, the least amount of tax? I mean, we've all heard that saying before. We don't hear it as much lately, I've noticed, but uh, we still hear it intermittently. Um, and the same people who took this advice, who were maxing out their 401k year after year after year. And um, what I do is I look at the, I've seen the size of your account balances in these 401ks. They are huge. 
they are huge. And a lot of this is because the stock market shot up to the moon over the past 15 years. I mean, look at the chart. Um, I mean, 2023 alone, this year alone, the, the, the S&P is up around 25%. Uh, so now what? What the heck are you supposed to do with this huge 401k that you and maybe your spouse has a big one too? Because the problem is that all of that money eventually needs to come back out. That's right. And it gets, gets smack dab right in the middle of your personal income tax return. And you have to claim that money as income. Income. And, and you have to factor in the, the, the Social Security, which is also going to be included as income that you and your spouse are going to be collecting. And then you got to figure out the RMD, the required minimum distribution amount that you have to claim each year and what that looks like. And, you know, oh, wait, you know, there's more. We also have to factor in the fact that these these Trump tax cuts, they're going away now in just two years, in just two years, uh, the end of 2025. So taxes are going up. So what that means is that most people listening right now are going to be in a very similar tax bracket throughout their retirement, uh, sim very close to where they were in their working years. And, and don't forget these 401k withdrawals, how we talked about earlier in the show, they can trigger those higher Medicare premiums and these other ancillary taxes. Um, so are we really going to be in a lower bracket? Uh, you know, and then it gets worse. Don't forget any money that you don't use in your 401k. And many of you with these larger balances, I got news, you're not going to be spending all of that money in your lifetime. You're just not. So where's that money going to go? It's going to get passed on to your kids. And it needs to be claimed. Your money in the 401k needs to be claimed as income to anyone that inherits it other than your spouse, your, like your kids, for example. And it goes on your kid's personal income tax return. And so you have to add your balances to whatever your kids happen to be, or your kids aren't going to be kids anymore. They're going to be grown. But whatever they happen to be making in their 50s or their 60s or you know whatever age they are when they inherit the money from you. And then to add even a little bit more fuel to the fire, if your son, let's say, for example, is inheriting money from his wife's family, because guess what? His wife's family, they have the same thing as you. They have IRAs. They have 401ks, too. Yeah, uh, They could very well be um, your son or your daughter could very well easily be having to report several hundred thousand dollars onto their income tax return in in uh, over the course of a few years uh, you know when you add it all together so you can see that these 401ks and IRAs they can be you know a ticking tax situation that is not going to look pretty and the IRS is just salivating just waiting for you to make every mistake possible and and believe me the IRS is waiting right there um, for you to, to to write them that big check for those tax payments um, they want to take a, as large of a portion out of your money as they as they can, especially when it goes into the hands of your son's or your daughter's tax returns. So what what do we do? What do we do here? The main defense that we have against this this sort of, you know, possibly immense taxation, the main defense we have is the Roth IRA. Why? Because you can pass money to your sons and daughters without losing massive portions of it to federal income taxes because there's uh, there are none. There's no federal income taxes when your kids inherit money from the Roth IRA. Uh, the whole big block goes right into their pocket, block of money. And the withdrawals from the Roth IRA, when you're living, the withdrawals, they don't trigger 
higher uh, Medicare premiums, um, uh, you know, like we were talking about earlier, the Part B and Part D throughout your retirement either. So that's another plus. But it seems like a lot of people that I speak with, they know a little bit about these Roths, but not enough. Even the, even the do-it-yourselfers who are trying to do all of this on their own, which God bless them. Some of them are real good and others um, <laughs> really need a hand. Yeah. But it seems like a lot of people are just confused with how to get money into a Roth. I can't tell you how many people say, Jim, I, I make too much money to get into a Roth. And I tell them, though, you don't, you, you can, you, uh, with a Roth conversion to convert money from a regular IRA or 401k to a Roth, you can make an unlimited amount of money. Um, so that goes out the window. So I help people get, you know, understand a little bit better how that works. Um, you can make a million bucks and still get money into a Roth. Uh, and you could be any age, by the way, too, 80 years old, 70, 20, it doesn't matter. And we're talking about getting money into the Roth through the back door, these conversions. So look, if your financial advisor isn't running some of these tax planning calculations for you, like the Roth conversions, I would stop whatever you're doing right now. Give my office a call because whatever you're doing right now probably isn't as important as, as, as setting yourself and your family and your kids up to possibly save hundreds of thousands of dollars of unnecessary taxes that you could have planned ahead for potentially. And these are the types of things that we need to consult a professional like myself about. We don't want to just start haphazardly switching things to Roth because it's all about a proper technique, as you could probably imagine, Chris. Definitely. And, you know, I, I'm reluctant to give them credit here because we give them enough. But the IRS has been very clever. Uh, so many people, when they sit on the working world, they don't realize that they have that silent partner. That is the IRS who ceases being silent as you get farther along in retirement or pass that money on. Uh, but there is a way to to you know they've they've shown their hand. I think in the past couple of years uh, that taxes are almost certainly going to have to go up, and so these Roth conversions I think are, are pretty critical. Something definitely worth taking a look at. But it is not as simple as converting all of it right now because then you're going to be paying more taxes than possibly necessary. So uh, you need that that gentle hand with it, right? Oh yeah, there's a uh, definitely a, a, a strategy, and um, yeah, we don't want to convert too much because that could trigger other. Uh, possible higher taxes and Medicare premiums and all that. But look, I'm starting to get flashbacks uh, right now uh, uh, when we were recording uh, the show back in the start of early 2023. Back then we were telling people how there were just three years left. <laughs> to, you better hurry up to take advantage of how these these uh, taxes are discounted um, because of these Trump tax cuts. And people were, you know, if you can get money switched into the Roth, um, so the money can grow tax free for the rest of your life. And and now, look, 2023 just flew by mm -hmm. and and so many people listening right now did not take action. And, and we need to stop making excuses about how busy we are. It, it's really the, the only people who are going to have any sort of meaningful progress towards paying the IRS less tax throughout retirement are the people that take action. There's no way around it. And if you ask yourself this question, here's another one. Is your CPA that you're working with, are they projecting out how your 401k is eventually going to be taxed? And if your CPA is anything like my CPA, um, they've been telling you to max out the 401k so that you can pay less tax now. Seems like a brilliant idea. And just put it all in the pre-tax portion and just ignore that Roth. Don't worry about that. Uh, but now what? 
If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900. Investment advisory services offered through Impact Partnership Wealth LLC, a Securities and Exchange Commission registered investment advisor firm. IPW and Retire Ready Financial Group are non affiliated firms. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Investing involves risk. There's always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Asset allocation, diversification, and rebalancing do not ensure a profit or protect against loss in declining markets. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. IPW, its affiliates, and its investment advisor representatives do not provide legal tax or accounting advice. You should consult your legal and or tax professionals before making any financial decisions. Please be advised that you may conduct securities transactions only by speaking directly with your investment advisor representative, either by phone or in person.